Hi, YouTubers and WhatsAvers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little what's shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on, I got an old friend. Hang on. Yeah, that is a really, really wonderful cup of coffee uh, from Trader Joe's, the uh, French vanilla coffee from Trader Joe's. Yeah, if you got a Trader Joe's in your neck of the woods, check this one out. It's a medium dark roast ground coffee, 100% Arabica beans. This really is terrific. Very, very nice flavor. Like it a lot. We've used it on the program before. It really is a terrific, terrific uh, cup of coffee. And I'm getting low. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm like down to my last little bit right there at the bottom, so we're using that. And of course, we used it in my Keurig machine. We use those Max Rona uh, K cup filters. They're called the Max Rona reusable K cups, and uh, we use that to brew uh, the uh, cup of coffee here. And I've got my uh, Been There Starbucks coffee mug that came courtesy of viewer Beth Jones. Thank you again very, very much, Beth. It celebrates Ohio, and I'm using this because uh, I happen to see the football see the football symbol <laughs> right there, and uh, that reminded me that last Saturday, not this past Saturday, the, the 9th, September 9th, the Ohio State Buckeyes started their football season, and they won, and everyone was really happy about that. So, uh, again, uh, by the time this uh, airs, uh, we'll know the outcome of their next game, and... Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they win that one as well. So how you doing this morning? Thanks so much for joining me. As we like to say on the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Hang on one more. Yeah, that is really, really a good cup of coffee. And hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I sure do appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast this morning, thanks so much for tuning in. Well, speaking of a cup of coffee... Uh, how about a strong cup of coffee? Larry Sablotny wrote the following. Uh, you have talked about your Keurig coffee maker on 3MB that has a strong button. That's right. This Keurig K-Machine, this uh, K-Express machine that I have, has a strong button. So you can vary it from a regular cup of coffee to a strong cup of coffee. Just hit that strong button. Well, he continues here. Well, we've had our Keurig machine for a couple of years, and just today found the strong button on ours for the first time. <laughs> it was right there in front. I guess when I make coffee, I'm not quite awake yet. I love strong coffee. So tonight I made a cup of strong coffee and wow, was it great. I would have never have found it without the 3MB. Also, because of 3MB, I bought some Black Rifle coffee today at Walmart, enjoying a strong cup right now. Thank you. Hey, uh, Larry, that's great to hear. So, folks, if you got a Keurig machine, check that, that panel where all the buttons are and see if you got a strong button right there to press. It'll, uh, it'll increase the, uh, the boldness of uh, your cup of coffee. And it's really nice to know that Black Rifle coffee is being sold at Walmart. So if you have a Walmart... Check it out. Go into the coffee aisle and see if uh, there is Black Rifle coffee there. That's what I'm going to do, uh, especially if my subscription, <laughs> my coffee of the month subscription that was a Christmas gift from my nephew and his wife 
my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. When that runs out, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to check out Walmart for some more Black Rifle coffee. Uh, and so thanks for the heads up on that, Larry. And speaking of coffee mugs, Larry sent this along also. Check out this coffee mug from Rockwell. Uh, well, here's the coffee mug. Here's what it says. Friends don't let friends shave with cartridge razors. <laughs> Yeah, we will get to that a little later in the show. You'll you'll understand why it has to do with a review I did on a particular product last week. Uh, so I hope you checked it out. I think it ran on Wednesday. And oh, and by the way, check out the uh, the hoodie here, uh, Cote Winery, and the T-shirt. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. So lots going on in the show today. Really, we've got some great shaving tips. We've got uh, some shaved end visits. We've got uh, an event that I attended on September 9th. We also have uh, some great uh, shaving gear. Wow, some really, really nice shaving gear, new shaving gear. Uh, and we also have some really, really excellent, excellent additions to the 10,000 subscriber uh, prize package giveaway. Really, really wonderful, wonderful additions from a couple of viewers, Doug Thompson and also Wally Pankowski. So looking forward to sharing that with you. Some uh, great questions and comments. And uh, yeah, all in all, it's just a terrific, terrific show. So thanks so much for joining me. Grab a cup of coffee and uh, let's get things underway like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Preston Hagee, and that's uh, spelled H-A-G-E-E, -E, Hagee, H-A-G-E-E. -E. Preston, I sure hope I pronounced your last name correctly. And Preston writes, howdy, Mark. I hope all is well in your neck of the woods. I was looking for a plastic alternative for my glass shave mug. Wet hands and a vintage glass Avon mug didn't work for me, and I almost broke it. I was on eBay and found this vintage but new coffee mug. This mug just fits my pistol. The mug caught my eye as my father was a Schlitz man and it's the perfect size and shape for a good shave mug. The mug is a ThermoServe brand made in the USA. I didn't want anything made overseas. The mug was manufactured sometime between the late 70s and early 80s according to my research. As you and your followers know, one of the reasons we do the traditional wet shave is the legacy and ritual passed down from our fathers and grandfathers. Dad has been gone more than 20 years, and without fail, when I pick up this mug, the memories flood in, and I get a little smile on my face. Mark, it's a great way to start the day. I hope this inspires your viewers to somehow connect with generations past. Keep the great content coming. Your pal in Guadalupe County, Texas, Preston Hagee. Wow, Preston, that's absolutely wonderful. What, a, what a, an absolutely wonderful, thoughtful shaving tip this morning. Uh, a couple of, uh, it works on a, in a couple of areas here. First of all, you can get some great, great new old stock shaving mug, and, shaving mugs and other gear on eBay. Uh, all you have to do is look around and sometimes you'll find something that will connect you to those previous generations that, uh, that you may have learned shaving from, the traditional wet shave from. Absolutely Absolutely fantastic. It also works uh, on another level in, in that there are uh, 
great mugs out there that are available that uh, you know you can find at a really really good price point that are used. You can find these at uh, yard sales, uh, estate sales, eBay, antique shops, that sort of thing. And uh, you know what you might think is what you might think is a just an ordinary mug may make an absolutely great shaving mug. So uh, absolutely fantastic, fantastic shaving tip. Thanks so much for passing it along, Preston. And yeah, how right you are about um, the reasons why we do the traditional shave. Uh, the traditional wet shave is the legacy and ritual passed down from fathers and grandfathers. Absolutely. I know when I pick up my Gillette Super Speed uh, that my father had, yeah, I get a smile to my face as well. And uh, and of course, whenever I pick up a a, a shave brush with a butterscotch handle. Thanks, Mom. That's That memory comes flooding back as well. So yeah, absolutely, Preston, spot on. And thank you so much for sending in the shaving tip. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post-haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the shave tip segment of the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Preston, thank you so much for a wonderful and thoughtful shaving tip this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an extra shaving tip, and it comes from viewer Al Spencer. And Al wrote, hey, Mark, another great 3MB. Thanks very much, Al. I really do appreciate the kind words. I'd like to share my experiences with alum blocks. My first one was Shave Nation's deodorant style stick. It ended when I tapped it to shake off water, and it broke off. Next, I got Phoenix Shaving's non-slip grip, which is, by the way, all I've used since. The band works great when new, but becomes awkward after a while. I also notice that when the band is removed after the block becomes too thin, there is some deterioration under the band and leaves sharp edges, which is probably because it does not dry well under the band. So with my latest block, I decided to use it without the band. Now, knowing that it can be dropped, I had this brainstorm idea of lining the sink bottom with a washcloth to cushion the blow if and when the alum block slipped out of my hand. It had been a month or so doing this with no slips until a week ago. Then I dropped it. The good thing was I had the washcloth in place. The bad thing was it missed the sink. <laughs> it missed the sink. This is Murphy's Law. The bad thing was it missed the sink and hit the countertop. Couple chunks broke off, but with a little sandpaper, all is well. Anyway, I wonder if the new solid block will hold up better when dropped than the old compressed type. I'm thinking it will. Thank you for all you do for the hobby. Al, Al, uh, thanks very much for the report on your alum block use. Yeah, the uh, no-slip grip is terrific on the compressed block or the standard uh, alum block from Phoenix Shaving. And uh, yeah, when it does get rough in some areas, I will take a like a fingernail file and I'll file it down a little bit or I'll run it under, under some water and I'll just move my fingers over it to smooth things out, make sure that there aren't any little sharp edges that uh, get thrown up through that drying process. As you mentioned, the band uh, may may cover those those areas and they don't dry out completely. 
whatever the reason is. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely love this uh, Alum Block. And I was a solid Alum Block user for a long time using the Osma Alum Blocks. But I liked the Phoenix Shaving Alum Block because it came with uh, either uh, a travel case or the uh, dry dock and the no-slip grip, and I love the size. The surface area is great just for, I mean, you can cover a lot of area very, very quickly after your shave. Uh, their, their newer one here, the solid Allen block that Phoenix Shaving makes, is terrific. It really is. This, is, this absolutely reminds me of the, uh, the solid Osma Allen blocks, but it is larger than those, and that's what I like about it. Uh, I have been using this, uh, with and without the no-slip grip because I sometimes find that the no-slip grip will actually slip off at times because there is this rounded edge right here. And I think I mentioned this in a previous review. There's this rounded edge right here on the top. It's not squared off like this side right here. It's rounded here. And uh, so the band will, will slip off. Uh, not always, but sometimes. And I find myself sometimes using without the uh, without the band. But the good news is I have found that this rounded edge right here is very nice and smooth. And I'm able to get up underneath uh, the nostrils and get into some tight areas. And if I don't want to use the flat surface here, I use that rounded end and just use it like this, the rounded end, and all over my face, much like I would use uh, the, uh, the deodorant stick from... Uh, <laughs> from a Shave Nation. So it's, uh, it's, but it's solid, but the Phoenix Shaving one is solid. So yeah, it is absolutely terrific. And uh, as far as uh, breaking, being a little more hardy, that I do not know. Uh, I, I hope not to break this one. Uh, so I'm hoping that to be able to use the non-slip grip more often than not, but I do realize that there are times when it does slip off uh, that, uh, you know, it still works very, very well, and I can use that rounded end. Uh, just grab the whole body of it and use that rounded end to get up underneath my uh, my nose and some of the tight areas there, and it works really, really well that way. So uh, that's kind of the long and short of it. And let's not forget the uh, the tie alum sticks. And these are great as well. And uh, I think they're a little more hardy in the base than perhaps the deodorant stick style alum. They're both good, but I think this tie alum stick is a little hardy and of course we've been reminded that when you're drying it to invert it like that in the container and let that uh, just drip away from the base so it doesn't loosen up the product on the base which is probably what may have happened to your alum stick uh, uh, product is what I'm thinking Al I'm not entirely sure but hey Al thanks very very much for uh, the overview and the shaving tip regarding alum blocks and a great tip of putting that washcloth in the bottom of the sink uh, to prevent uh, your uh, alum block uh, from breaking if you should drop it. Also might help, uh, you know, cushion the fall of, say, a safety razor as well. So that's great. Washcloth in the bottom of the sink, absolutely fantastic. Extra shaving tip this morning, Al. Really, really do appreciate it. Oh, one more thing, almost forgot. Al sent along this extra, extra shave tip uh, after he sent in the initial uh, shave tip. And this has to do with care and maintenance of an alum block. He sent along a photo and he wrote, by the way, after wiping with towel, this is the way I store the alum block. Minimum surface contact 
for more effective drying. So as you can see in the photo there, he has the alum block kind of angled in and out of the case, kind of teetering, teeter-totter kind of fashion. It's not out of balance. It's just kind of in a teeter-angled kind of position where it's making minimal contact with the case so that air circulates around more surfaces of the Allen block to dry things. And that is really, really a very, very handy tip, Al. I was doing something similar, but not as effective. My Allen blocks were just being placed on an edge uh, inside the Allen block, kind of a standing on an edge uh, in the in the Allen block case, and uh, not as effective because that one surface was sitting there. This way is minimal surface contact, and more surfaces have air circulating around it to more effectively dry. Hey, absolutely fantastic! Extra extra shave tip this morning, Al. Thank you very very much. Really do appreciate it. Hey, we have a couple of Shave Den visits this morning. And uh, first up is uh, something from James Sefton, who sent along this photo. And he wrote, uh, I had it in a frame, but the way Barney used to pin stuff on the bulletin board, I thought it only fitting. Yeah, a photo of uh, Floyd the Barber <laughs> kind of uh, being displayed the way Barney Fife used to display uh, things on the program. You know, I'll have to look a little closer, a little more closely to the show to see when Barney does that kind of thing. Uh, so thanks very much for sending that along, James. Really, really do appreciate it. You know, uh, when Al Spencer sent along his shaving tip, uh, you know what? I, I keep asking folks, did I send you a sketch? Did I send you a sketch? And uh, Al said, yeah, he already, he already sent me a sketch. And he sent along this photo of the uh, sketch framed and in his shave den. And I thought it only right that we uh, give Al's uh, shave den another look. It looks absolutely fantastic. So, Al, thanks very much for the second look at your shave den this morning. Uh, brought about because I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't entirely sure if I had given him a sketch for a shave tip. And again, a couple of great shave tips from Al Spencer this morning and a really, really nice look at his shave den. So, Al, thanks very much for forwarding those to the program this morning. And thanks also to James for our terrific way, <laughs> a great nostalgic way, an Andy Griffith show kind of way of displaying a photo of Floyd the Barber. Thanks again, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a pet visit this morning, and it comes courtesy of viewer Bill Murphy, who wrote, uh, Attached is a preview of my sister-in-law's golden doodle. We will be meeting him when we make our trip to Texas. I will send you a picture of us with Charlie then. Charlie looks absolutely awesome. And uh, Golden Doodles, the neighbor's, uh, the neighbor's son, has a Golden Doodle. And it's an absolutely wonderful, friendly, beautiful dog. And as I understand it, these are also dogs that shed very, very little. So if you have allergies to dogs, they are a terrific uh, breed to have if you do have uh, family members who are allergic to dogs, this will cut down on their allergies and also cut down on a lot of shedding, a lot of hair shedding in the house. From what I understand, folks, if you know more about the Golden Doodle, please correct me if I'm wrong uh, below or give us some additional information. Sure would love to know a little more about the, uh, the Golden Doodle. Absolutely a fantastic looking dog. And Charlie looks like it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful dog. And we're going to see more of Charlie down the road. So uh, looking forward to that, Bill. Thanks very much for sending along the preview and looking forward to seeing more photos of you with Charlie. Thanks again, Bill. 
Really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. Many of you have tuned into the podcast this morning, so thank you very, very much. Uh, Just get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast will come right up. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup. So just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our Second Cup podcast, will come right up. Again, available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, here's another reminder. The Ohio Wet Shave Meetup is Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at Rivers Edge Cutlery in Hilliard, Ohio. Here's James German once more to tell you all about it. We gathered here at beautiful Fancyburg Park for the inaugural Ohio Wet Shavers meetup. We made some lather and we had quite a bit of fun. The following year we had more fun and even more lather here at beautiful Thompson Park in the North Shelter House. Mark Zarati and I teamed up to do a lather demonstration that got a little bit out of hand, but we had great fun. Where will we be next year? So the 2023 Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup will take place here at River's Edge Cutlery in Hilliard, very close by to where the last two meetups took place. River's Edge was graciously willing to host us this year. We've invited the Ohio Soap Artisans, Chiseled Face, Shannon Soaps, and Spearhead Shaving. Shannon's is planning to make the soap for us this year, as she has the past two years. We're really excited to uh, be here at River's Edge. This year, artisans, bring your wares because you will be allowed to sell. We'll have an open house period for our regular River's Edge customers to be able to meet you guys and maybe buy your soaps. We're gonna have city barbecue again this year. Maybe I can get Mrs. Donut to make her uh, famous brownies. Everybody liked those last year. Again, we've invited Mark Zarati. He's planning to be here. HD Shaves, this is your personal invitation to come to this year's meetup. We've invited Timeless Razor. Great razors they make. Hopefully they will bring uh, their brand new interchangeable shave brush. A great, uh, great design that they engineered. Probably the worst shave I'm ever gonna do for the Lather Games. I have no idea what it's going to look like. But here I am, I'm haphazardly shaving out in front of River's Edge Cutlery. My shave is complete. Join us here at River's Edge Cutlery in September for the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. Again, the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup is Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at River's Edge Cutlery in Hilliard, Ohio. Shannon Soaps is creating the custom soap again this year. City Barbecue for lunch. You can get tickets at 
OhioShaveMeetup.com. OhioShaveMeetup.com will have the link below. I have my ticket. I look forward to seeing you there. Well, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I am wearing a hoodie and T-shirt labeled Cote Winery. A Cote Winery T-shirt right there and Cote Winery hoodie right there. Cote is spelled C-O-T-E. Uh, this is a brand new winery that my nephew Mike and his wife Brittany have opened in Mount Gilead, Ohio. Now, Saturday, September 9th was the soft opening. This was an opening for friends and family to kind of see how the uh, winery has taken shape. And they're going to have their grand opening for the public on September 23rd, 2023. We'll have a link to the website. But this is where I was on Saturday. I know a lot of viewers were sending me information and... Uh, and uh, uh, sending me messages and emails and that sort of thing. And I was trying to catch up on everything before I was running out the door to attend this soft opening uh, on Saturday. It's about a two-hour drive from uh, Chardon, Ohio, down to Mount Gilead. So I was doing a lot of uh, videoing, <laughs> video recording, and uh, doing some editing and trying to get everything squared away before hitting the road. And once I got down there, I obviously shot some video of the winery, and it really has come together very, very well. And uh, as they write here on their website, and we will have a link to the website so you can get more information, especially if you are in that part of Ohio and uh, you are a wine connoisseur. Uh, Cote is located in Mount Gilead, Ohio. Cote's namesake pays homage to the Italian roots of our wine juice and translates to Whetstone, the original name of Mount Gilead. We hope to see you at our grand opening on September 23rd, 2023. Join our email list below for updates. And again, we'll have links to their website. As they write here about their wines, Cote Winery has eight Veritels for you to choose from. These range from sweet to dry wines with semi-sweet options in the middle. Every palate will be able to choose a wine that agrees with them. Head over to our About page to learn more on the creation of our wines. And here is their mission statement here. Uh, bring great wine to Morrow County and the surrounding areas of Ohio. Stop in, hang out, and relax with delicious wines and small food pairings, all while experiencing the beautiful scenery and the on-site art gallery. Check out our events page for food vendors and upcoming winery happenings. Yeah, the day I was there, they had this wonderful, wonderful uh, wood-fired pizza. It was absolutely fantastic. Let me get the business card for you here of the folks that were, that were there that day. Mr. Bill's Wood-Fired Pizza. There it is right there. Get a screenshot of that. You can uh, check out that barcode and get right to his, his uh, website and get more information. Uh, the pizza was absolutely fantastic. And there was also um, someone named Lindsay Wells, who was a calligrapher and engraver. She was, uh, she was engraving wine bottles. You could buy uh, wine bottles and she would engrave them with the date of purchase and do uh, some gold leaf work. So really, really talented calligrapher and engraver. Uh, people were getting uh, buying wine and having their wine bottles uh, engraved and uh, getting pizza and uh, that sort of thing. All in all, absolutely fantastic. And uh, the grand opening is uh, September 23rd, 2023. So uh, check out their events page to see what will be 
uh, happening on uh, the day of their grand opening, September 23rd, 2023. So my thanks to my nephew, Mike, and his wife, Brittany, for very, very kindly inviting me to the soft opening, which was September 9th, 2023. And if you were trying to connect with me uh, on, on Saturday, September 9th, uh, and you didn't get an answer right away, my sincere apologies. Uh, two hours on the road down, two hours on the road back, and then trying to get everything done for the Monday morning mailbag. Uh, so I really appreciate everyone's patience and understanding uh, in that uh, it was a, <laughs> really a full, full day for me. So uh, again, uh, Cote Winery in Mount Gilead, Ohio, grand opening, September 23rd, 2023. We'll have the links below. Well, this morning we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As many of you know, the channel is approaching 10,000 subscribers. When we get to 10,000 subscribers, we're doing this wonderful, spectacular giveaway, all being made possible through the very, very generous contributions and donations from viewers. So thank you very, very much to all the viewers out there who have made this 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway possible. We have a couple of other viewers who have very generously contributed to the prize package pool. Let's kick it off with something from Doug Thompson, who very, very kindly sent in a number of items here. First up is the uh, Supply Pro Adjustable Single Edge Injector Razor right here. How about that? Check that out. I have one of these. I've reviewed it. I've reviewed it. It's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, adjustable razor, injector razor, single edge, absolutely fantastic. It also comes with uh, blades, the black label supply blade. So you get a pack of that right there in the box. We'll just set that back in there like that. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. Someone's going to get a Supply Pro adjustable single edge injector razor. Absolutely marvelous. Uh, he also sent along uh, the uh, another pack of Supply Black Label uh, injector blades. So you've got more than enough blades to uh, get that razor up and running. And also the Pro Grip Sleeve. This is the uh, grip sleeve that will uh, fit around the handle and increase the, uh, the grip uh, should you want uh, to use it in the shower and your hands get slippery, that sort of thing. Or maybe just use it during your shave routine. Let me just poke that through there. Okay, that was the <laughs> blunt end of a unsharpened uh, pencil there, just to kind of move that out. And there it is right there. So this fits uh, on the handle of the, uh, uh, the Pro, the Supply Pro Adjustable Injector Razor. Uh, so it'll, it'll, it'll actually help increase the grip. Uh, so yeah, that's absolutely, uh, absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful addition. I have one of the grip sleeves as well, and it is absolutely terrific if you use the Supply Razor in the shower, uh, if you're a shower shaver, that, that grip sleeve really, really does improve the grip of the razor. Uh, Doug also sent along uh, not one, not two, not three, but four of the Vanderhagen Scented Luxury Shave Soap Pucks. These are terrific. This was something that I used early on when I came back to the traditional wet shave. This is an absolutely terrific, terrific shave soap. A lot of wet shavers out there really, really like this one. And uh, I'm not gonna open that one up, but it does have a nice fresh scent. It, uh, it performs very, very well. 
And uh, yeah, uh, absolutely terrific, terrific shave soap. So thanks to uh, Doug Thompson for sending that along. And he also sent along uh, some Nasset, some Gillette Nasset razor blades. So we have uh, a five pack. We have a one, uh, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 of the Nasset uh, razor blades right here from Gillette. So 45 of the Nasset razor blades from Doug Thompson. Doug, thank you very, very much. Very, very, very generous uh, contributions, donations to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. I'm just going to set all this aside here so I don't lose track of it. Uh, right there so it doesn't fall off the table. Wally Pankowski sent in a couple of really, really terrific, terrific items. You've seen me use this first item uh, on camera. I've reviewed it. It's absolutely wonderful and spectacular. It's the Vanulay Honeycomb Shave Bowl. This is the 5-inch diameter version. This is absolutely marvelous. And check out that color scheme, red and black. Absolutely fantastic. These little honeycomb pockets really do a fantastic job of generating a lot of lather. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, a terrific, terrific addition to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, I'm just really excited knowing what we have. I got a table over there where everything is being kept, and I'm going to have to go through everything and start putting things into start putting items into prize package groups. And every single prize is going to be outstanding because of the very, very generous donations of, of viewers out there uh, like Wally and Doug. Wow. Thank you very, very much for the Vanulay Honeycomb Shave Bowl, Wally. Really, really do appreciate it. But he also sent along a razor stand. This razor stand is really, really awesome. I like this one a lot. Check this out. Okay, how about that? Now, when I first saw it, I thought, what is going on? We have two holes here and a peg. Well, what that is, is if you have, let's say you have a Rex Supply razor, like the Rex Supply Envoy here. Uh, it has a hole in the bottom of the handle where you can use that peg to put that razor right there. How about that? And you also have two other holes here of, of, uh, of varying size so that if you have uh, some other razors that have different diameter handles, for instance, here's my T2 that has a little more of a slender handle. It fits in nicely into that hole right there that is a little smaller in, in diameter. And here is my uh, Icon X3 slant razor with the, uh, I think it's the bulldog handle. I think it's what, the, what it's called. If that's not what it's called, but it's a bulldog style handle. Uh, it's a little larger in diameter and it fits very, very nicely in that larger hole. How about that? That's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic razor stand. So you can, uh, you can uh, store, uh, you know, uh, three different kinds of razors, something with a hole in the bottom, uh, something with a little sl more slender diameter to the handle, and something with a little more thicker diameter to the handle. Absolutely fantastic. It also has a non-slip, a no-slip base right here. So if you set it there on the counter, it's not going to move. Uh, it'll stay in place. Absolutely fantastic. So my thanks to Wally Pankowski for two really, really wonderful, wonderful items. My thanks to Doug Thompson for also some spectacular items that Supply uh, Pro Injector Razor is absolutely superlative. Thank you so much. And my sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation go out to the following viewers who are making this prize package 
giveaway possible. So again, sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation go out to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, Zachary Norton, Wesley Kirby, Heiko Shaves, Chris Witte, Caleb Bowers, Doug Thompson, Wally Pankowski, everyone at Pretech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade. Thank you all very, very much for making the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway possible. And my thanks to all the viewers out there for sharing, for supporting, for commenting. Thank you all very, very much. You make this channel and this show possible. I'm very grateful. Thank you all again very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that is a really, really nice cup of coffee. Once more, Trader Joe's French Vanilla. If you have a Trader Joe's in your neck of the woods, check it out. It really, really is a terrific, flavorful cup of coffee. And we ran it through the curd machine again using the Max Rona reusable K-cup filters. And it really is a delightful cup of coffee. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Love getting together with you on Monday mornings to talk about wet shaving and a few other things. So thanks very much for tuning in. Hey, we're going to kick off the refill segment with something from viewer Ricardo Aguilar, who sent a picture of a brute, a Mexican brute in a glass bottle. This is the brute they sell in Mexico in a glass bottle. And uh, this is because in a previous Monday morning mailbag, I had wondered aloud if uh, the brute sold in Mexico is in the same kind of bottle as a European brute. Now, here is the European brute here that Mark Bagwell very, very kindly sent to the channel. Yeah, you can see I'm using it. <laughs> and it's terrific. Aftershave in a glass bottle is just so much better than in a plastic bottle. We've talked about that. But I wondered if uh, the brute in uh, the, the European glass bottle uh, brute Brute European glass bottle was the same as the, the Mexican uh, Brute glass bottle. And no, you can see that they are different. But I think the formulas or I think the ingredients might be the same. Mark Bagwell also commented that the ingredients in the European Brute are uh, much better than what we get here in the States. And I'm assuming that the Brute in Mexico, is, the ingredients are equivalent to the European version. If someone knows, please comment below and let us know. But you can see that the bottles are different. And uh, it's just, you know, aftershave in a glass bottle is so much better. So, uh, Ricardo, thanks very much for sending that along. I really do appreciate it. Hey, Roderick McLeod wrote regarding uh, Tabak. We had a discussion, a question, if Tabak was a triple milled shave soap. And Roderick very, very kindly sent this along. Uh, regarding triple milled tabak, first, what is triple milled soap? It's not better or worse than a softer soap or crope. It's just different. What triple milled, aka French milled soap is, after initial saponification, 
The soap is run through rollers like a giant pasta roller, then extruders, also like pasta extruders, meat grinder, or through a fine mesh screen. It goes through the process three times, hence triple milled. Why is it done? One big benefit is that it basically eliminates the curing time. All the squishing and squashing and mixing accelerates the chemical reaction. It also drives moisture out of the soap, resulting in soap that is hard, dense, and long-lasting. Triple milling ensures a very consistent product as well. It also requires very expensive machinery, so you'll likely never see artisanal triple milled on a label. What's difficult is finding a nuts-and-bolts technical description of the process online. Googling triple-milled soap gives you pages of what is more sales-driven description rather than good explanation of the process. Fortunately, there was a TV show on Discovery called How It's Made. Video link at the bottom. Well, thanks very much for that video link. Really do appreciate it, Roderick. And folks, we will provide that video, video link below as well. Lots of references out there say that Tabak is triple-milled. When I say references, I'm talking about shave forums and websites that sell wet shaving supplies. I can't find any reference on the Marer and Wurtz, that's Tabak's parent company, website. Uh, I entered Tabak Triple Milled in the search on their website and got no result. They probably see no upside in making a big deal out of it. Does Ivory or any other big industrial soap maker mention it? Pretty much the only soap companies that do are boutique makers. With the exception of glycerin shave soaps, most solid pucks like Williams, Tabak, etc. are triple milled. You'll frequently see something embossed on the soap and sometimes you'll even see a line around the bar that shows where the mold parts meet. Here's a video of the process. And again, he, he, he provided that, uh, that link and we will provide the link as well. Hey, Rondrick, thanks very, very much for the explanation about triple milled. I never knew. It goes through this process three times, hence triple milled. I never knew. <laughs> I never knew that. Rondrick, thank you very, very much for a very, very informative comment. Really, really do appreciate it. Galactic Blader wrote the following in regards to the review I did on the Parker 96R uh, Butterfly Safety Razor. And he wrote, okay, I'm actually baffled by how you, sir, never even nicked yourself once during the video. My Parker razor blades hurt. They pull on my hairs and always nick me. I legit took a shower with warm water today, dried off. Then before shaving, I applied some bevel pre-shave oil. I then used my new super soft Fenderhan black and white synthetic shaving brush. I lathered it up with some Taylor of Old Bond Street sandalwood shaving cream. I used the Parker Premium Platinum razors that came with it and nothing. The shave was mediocre at best. Everything was solid except the razor feel. I'm hoping my shark razor blades that came in today on Amazon work better. Well, uh, Galactic Blader, if you are... Using the Parker 96R, this is one thing I noticed about this uh, razor, and I believe I mentioned it during my review. This entire handle, uh, I would say more than three-quarters of the handle, turns, and you have to hold the neck, and then the whole handle, the whole handle turns in order to open up those butterfly doors. And that, to me, might be something that will loosen up during your shave, because you're holding the entire razor handle in your hand during the shave and that entire handle turns. So 
uh, when you are rinsing the razor off in the sink, if you're dipping it into your sink water and you're swirling it back and forth, that sort of thing, you may be loosening up this razor head. This razor head may be loosening up. Whenever I use the 96R or, or any twist to open razor with butterfly doors, I am constantly, constantly checking it to make sure that everything is still secure and snug. The only exceptions are, say, the, uh, the T2, which uh, you can lock everything in place. The Rockwell T2, you can lock everything in place. And also the Gillette Slim and the Gillette Fat Boy, which also allow you to have that quarter turn and lock the doors in place. But with most twist-to-open butterfly razors, I'm constantly checking them to make sure that the uh, doors close. And I would, I would imagine that uh, many a wet shaver out there that uses a butterfly door has learned, learned to check to make sure that everything is snugged up because somewhere along the line, it may have loosened up a little bit and they may have caught a nick, not from the blade, uh, but from the, the, the doors loosening up and the razor being a little bit loose in the razor head. That's my guess. So if you're using this razor, just simply check to make sure that everything is secure after rinsing it in the water. Because again, you're holding the entire handle, the entire handle turns. And as you rinse that, you could be loosening that razor head just from that action of moving it back and forth. That, that head could turn very, very easily without you knowing. So that's what I uh, make sure to do with the 96R and all my butterfly razors. I just make sure that everything is secure. Even my three-piece razors, I'll make sure. I'll just you know, grab the, grab the ends of the razor head very, very briefly during my shave and just give it a little, just give it a little, a little snug, just a little snug to make sure everything is, is nice and secure. That's, that's what I recommend you doing if you're talking about the 96R, if that's the razor that you have. I assume you do because you commented on the video review of it. It's a very mild razor, as I recall. And, uh, you know, I'm going to use it again. I'm going to use it again. But again, in using it, <laughs> I make sure that uh, those doors, that everything is nice and snug and the doors are secure. Uh, so yeah, it's a terrific, ter terrific razor, uh, nice mild razor. I'm going to use it again. So thanks for the reminder, Galactic Blader. And let us know uh, how your next shave goes with uh, the Shark Razor Blades. And if, in fact, uh, maybe that is the cause of... Uh, you're uh, nicking yourself. Maybe that razor head is just loosening up and not keeping the razor blade secure in the razor head. Um, Charles Price wrote the following about the uh, Reme uh, shave gel bars that we reviewed last week. Here they are right here. Let me get this one right here. This is the one I've been using right there. Okay, you can see it's, I've been using it. Uh, he wrote, uh, Mark, wonder if those shave gel bars would work as a pre-shave. Well, I did use this as a pre-shave before cameras rolled, and it did a pretty darn good job. Uh, I did clean my face with the Cube 2.0. Then I applied the uh, shave gel bar, and I used uh, Phoenix Shaving Atmotic uh, shave, uh, shave soap. I built a nice lather with it, and it seemed to work very, very well. Uh, no complaint at all. So uh, really kind of a neat product. We talked about it. We reviewed it. Uh, again, I think it's really tuned for cartridge razor users. Uh, but uh, a safety razor works well as long, i found, as long as it's a mild, mild razor with a good uh, platinum coated uh, blade. Um, we use the, uh, in the review, we use the Dorco Pay 7 cartridge razor 
and uh, also the uh, Carve Overlander. And the Carve Overlander was just the perfect, perfect mild quality uh, to use with the uh, Rene uh, Shave Gel Bar. So if you're in a pinch, if you're traveling, uh, this is a pretty good option. You can see what it looks like new, like that. There's a lot of product there, and it should last a, a good long time. Uh, thanks very much for that, Chuck. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Kevin Weiss is the gentleman who sent the channel the Rene uh, Shave Gel Bar. So thank you very, very much, Kevin. And he wrote, uh, really enjoyed your video. I was glad to have an opportunity to add something to your form, which I enjoy weekly. I did notice on the website, they recommended putting a little bit of the gel on your razor to keep it from rusting. I did not see that. And I'm, again, I'm assuming it would be cartridge razor. When I get my bars, which I ordered, I'm going to see how it works around my goatee. Uh, a clear product would be advantageous to those with mustaches or goatees. Yeah, that's one of their selling points uh, with the uh, Rene bar, that it goes on clear. It has this micro barrier that gives you some nice protection and some good slickness. And again, I think it's more tuned for cartridge razors. But we've talked about uh, the TSA regulations and how you're not allowed to take a safety razor and a carry-on anymore. So if you're just going to take a carry-on and fly away, you'll probably have to get a uh, take a cartridge razor of some sort, whether it's a multi-blade cartridge razor or a double, three-bladed cartridge razor or a single-bladed cartridge razor. We've talked about those on the channel. And if you want to kind of lighten the load, uh, you know, these Reme uh, shave bars are pretty darn good uh, in that, uh, you know, you can just Throw that in there. They, they are TSA friendly. They're uh, a nice size and uh, they'll give you some, uh, some nice slickness to, uh, to get a shave with a cartridge razor should you find yourself traveling out of town, flying out of town and only uh, wanting to take a carry-on bag. So thanks very much for, the, for, for sending along the uh, Reme uh, shave gel bars to the channel, Kevin. I really, really do appreciate it and let us know how they work for you. Uh, Bart Bartlett. Uh, I believe this is Bart Bartlett because uh, his screen name is Bart Buzz. I think that's Bart Bartlett. But anyhow, Bart Buzz wrote, I'd be curious to know how the Reme soap compares to a regular bar of glycerin soap like Pears or Neutrogena. Uh, so you know what? That's a really, really good question, Bart. Uh, the thing is, is that Reme wrote back and they said, hey, Mark, awesome video and comments. Well, thank you very much to the folks at Reme. They he said that after, they messaged me after they saw the video review. Uh, for those that think that it's glycerin soap, just so you know, it's a completely different manufacturing process than glycerin soap, which is typically done with saponification with tallow and sodium hydroxide. Soap was designed to remove oils from the skin for cleaning. Shave gel bars are designed to put gentle oils on the skin for lubricating. They are 90% not soap. So that kind of answers the question uh, for you there, Bart, that uh, this is um, not uh, comparable to a glycerin-based kind of soap, just so you know. Viewer 10 Fluid Ounces 30 Minutes wrote the following regarding the shave gel bar. Noticing that second worded description on the video screen, I easily think upon some recent shaves during which my lather coating on the face was thin. Many of those shave passes worked well. Uh, usually were pass number two, exactly because the thin layer did let the blade edge get close to the skin and hair more easily, making the shave pass to be very effective. I believe that is part of the explanation why your shave went so well with this shave gel bar. Yeah, that very well could be. 
Uh, of course, that's a completely uh, new discussion, right? A cushion versus not so much a cushion. Uh, with shave, cushion shave lather and something that is a super slick that doesn't have a lot of cushion. But very, very good point. 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Chris Witty wrote the following in regards to the uh, shave gel bar. How is the shave a day or two later? Especially with that seven blade Dorco. I tried a cartridge razor on an overnight trip recently. Next day, had a lot of irritation. I know with regulations, you have to check your DOP kit or risk losing it to TSA. I think I will check my bags from now on just so I can avoid the suffering. Uh, you know what? Um, I was none worse for the wear with the Dorco Pay 7. Again, ordinarily, I don't like to use a 7-bladed seven, seven or 5-bladed cartridge razor. I will in a pinch if I have to, but I prefer something with three or fewer blades. And uh, this was fine. I didn't have any irritation, anything like that. I thought it gave me a nice shave. But I, I don't think it's something that I'm going to use um, every day. I like the feeling of a single blade on the skin. I like the traditional wet shave. Uh, I, I like how it takes the beard down in stages. And uh, I like the fact that I know that I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be cutting that hair or shaving that hair underneath the skin. And that's where a lot of that irritation and razor bumps can arise from when using uh, a uh, cartridge razor. However, I will say this, uh, in the shave on camera, uh, I did not press a great deal uh, on, this, uh, Dorco, uh, on this Dorco cartridge head. I just kind of pressed a little bit and let, let it glide across the skin. So maybe that's why uh, I didn't have much irritation. Plus, I always follow up with an Allen block. Chris, get an Allen block. See if that'll help with, uh, with your uh, post-shave with your post-shave feel if you're using a cartridge razor. See what, see what happens there. But no, I didn't get any irritation from this. Again, and I think I mentioned this on camera, I wasn't pressing a great deal. Maybe that's where a lot of irritation comes. Maybe folks, when they use a, a cartridge razor, they're pressing too much. However, I will say this, in that uh, shifting gears from using a safety razor and that technique and coming back to a cartridge razor and varying the technique for that, Perhaps because I'm using a light touch with the safety razor, that's why I ended up using a light touch with the cartridge razor. Uh, it's kind of reverse. Uh, I always tell cartridge razors users as you come to as you come over to a safety razor, lighten up on your touch. Your muscle memory wants to press that razor head down to your skin because that's what you've been doing with a cartridge razor, and they inevitably make that mistake of pressing too much on that safety razor head and not letting the, the razor head and the weight of the razor do the work. A light touch, which is why I say before every shave, 30 degrees, a light touch, let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. Uh, so it kind of maybe worked in the reverse for me in that I've, I've been using the safety razor for so long, my muscle memory is light. Uh, maybe that's why this cartridge razor didn't cause much or any irritation for me because I was using somewhat more of a light touch because of my safety razor use. Just a guess, just a hunch on my part. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear.
Well, folks, we have something really special and spectacular to share with you this morning. It comes from viewer Douglas Thompson. It is historically significant. When it arrived and I opened the box, I was absolutely gobsmacked. Now, that's a very fitting word to use for this particular item. They use it across the pond. Absolutely fitting word to use regarding this shave item that came into the shaved den, courtesy of viewer Doug Thompson. Doug, again, thank you very, very much. Here it is, folks. Now you'll know why I'm using the term gobsmacked. Here it is, folks. The King Charles III Coronation Chubby 2 Sovereign Fiber Monarch Swirl Special Commemorative Shave Brush. How about that? Isn't that absolutely Beautiful. Check out the base right there. There's an engraving on the bottom right there marking the occasion of the coronation of King Charles III. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, and here's what they write on the Simpson product page regarding this shave brush. These special edition Chubby 2 shaving brushes have been manufactured to commemorate the coronation of King Charles III on the 6th of May, 2023. Each brush is individually engraved on the base to mark the occasion. I'll show you that one more time here. It's absolutely beautiful. Look at that. Absolutely fantastic. Wow. And it is just, it is just so spectacular and so, so well made. Uh, the handles are turned in stunning monarch swirl and the brush knots formed using our own uniquely sourced sovereign grade synthetic fiber. Uh, an absolutely beautiful, beautiful shave brush. Uh, just enough backbone, incredibly soft. Makes a beautiful lather. I've had a chance to use it. It is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful brush. Absolutely spectacular. Will look great in any shave den. If you're looking for a very special gift for the wet shaver in your life, this is at the top of the list. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, my sincere thanks to Doug Thompson for very generously and kindly sending this along to the channel and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. We're going to get a review done on this. I've already taken it for a test drive. It's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Here are the approximate brush specifications from their page. Overall brush height, 95 millimeters. Handle height, 45 millimeters. Loft, 50 millimeters. Knot diameter, 27 millimeters. It is a terrific, terrific shave brush. The handle feels absolutely wonderful in the hand. It's effortless. It's effortless to build a lather with this uh, shaving brush. It really is very, very special. This is something that uh, I will, or you will if you get one, uh, you'll have this on a very special shelf in your shave den and you will take it down from time to time when you're gonna go out, when you're gonna have that uh, special occasion and you wanna have a special shave for a special occasion, this is what you're going to use. It's absolutely fantastic. It's just stunningly beautiful, well-made, historically significant, absolutely fantastic, fantastic shaving brush. Again, my thanks to Doug Thompson for very generously sending this along to the channel. Thank you so very much. Again, I'm gobsmacked. Absolutely fantastic. So we'll have a link below where you can read more about the King Charles III Coronation Chubby 2 Sovereign Fiber Monarch Swirl Special Commemorative Shave Brush. Doug, thank you very, very much. Now, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about 
the MyBlades razor blades. And Wally Pankowski very, very kindly sent along some of them for review here on the channel. And it gives us another chance to talk about these. These blades are sustainable and eco-friendly. Uh, after years of research, is what they write on their page, after years of research, we have developed the world's first sustainable razor blades made of up to 80% recycled materials. And that's the whole hook with this razor blade. It is 80% recycled materials. Uh, and they claim that th these will give you an absolutely spectacular shave while being very, very friendly to the environment. Now, uh, the rampers on one side say, my blades, like that. And the other side, it has an inspirational quote, kind of get your day going, get your shave going. For instance, this one says, be the hero in your own story, right? I think that's kind of, that's really kind of neat. Uh, live your dreams on this particular wrapper right here. Live your dreams. And this third one here, be the best version of you. Now, these are double wrapped and also the paper is also sustainable and uh, eco-friendly and used from recycled materials, that sort of thing. They're very, very little plastic in their packaging and that sort of thing. We'll have a link below where you can get up to uh, MyBlades uh, website. I believe it's my-blades.com and uh, you can check out uh, what they have to offer. My thanks to Wally Pankowski for sending along uh, these blade samples. We'll have a link. You can investigate it and check it out. And if you've used these, please comment below and let us know what you think about them. But I would say right off the bat, the fact that they have an inspirational quote right there on the wrapper as you're starting your morning shave, that kind of gets your day going in a very, very positive direction. I think that only adds to uh, the great, wonderful quality of the traditional wet shave. Absolutely, really, really nice, nice inspirational touch. So my thanks to Wally Pankowski for sending along these blades and allowing me to share them with all the viewers out there. We'll get a review done on these ASAP. I'm really looking forward to giving them a go and letting you know how they shave. Wally, thank you again very, very much. Viewer Bob LaRoe sent in the following razor review, and he wrote, The Wang Solid is a Mercure Futur clone, one of many. I've tried one other and didn't like it. It was so hard to open and close that I ended up cutting my finger. What sets this one apart is an improvement on the cap, which does not come totally off, but is set on a hinge that makes opening and closing much easier. When you open it, you may feel bewildered by all the mechanisms which look like the inside of a watch. Yet, like other razors, it's no problem getting a blade in place. Adjustable razors allow you to get the setting that is right for you. I wish the numbers were darkened, but I hear you can fix that. With an adjustable, there's no guessing whether a razor is mild or aggressive enough. The handle is slick with no knurling. Because of this, you'll need to keep a towel handy to keep it and your hand dry. And because the settings aren't locked in, you need to check the setting while shaving. This is a thicker, heavier, longer safety razor than most. You also get a nice stand. Overall, this is a new, improved, and excellent razor. Hey, folks, we'll have a link to uh, the Amazon product page where you can check this out. Looks really, really interesting. Bob, thanks very much for sending this in. Really do appreciate it. Well, earlier on the show, we touched on the subject of TSA and air travel, carry-on bags, that sort of thing. Well, Mark Bagwell offered the following. 
a non-glass aftershave balm that is carry-on friendly. Antigua Barbiera comes to mind. These are of excellent quality and come in metallic tubes of 100 milliliters, 3.4 ounces, which are TSA friendly. Now these come in a variety of scents and they are available at Bull Goose Shaving. We'll have the link below so you can check them out. Sounds like an absolutely wonderful option for air travel to put into your adopt kit that meets TSA requirements, TSA friendly. Absolutely fantastic. Mark, thanks very much for passing this along. Really do appreciate it. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we shared some of the uh, autumn scented shave soaps that we'll be breaking out this fall. And Thomas Beaton very, very kindly added this. If you are to add one soap to your fall rotation, it has to be McDuff's Autumn Cabin. Highly recommend this artisan. I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't mention some other scents from them that I love. Uh, birch plus root, which is root beer, winter cabin, cardamom kai, and Kenanoscus explorer. Best way to describe this one is a hike in the woods on a nice summer day. Well, thanks very much for the recommendations, Tom. Really, really do appreciate it. Autumn cabin, we'll put that one on the list, folks. We'll get a link to where you can get some of McDuff's artisan shave soaps. Tom, thanks very, very much for the recommendations. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, in a previous Second Cup podcast, we were discussing the different slant razors that were available, and Rodney Ripplinger acquired a Fatip slant razor. And here's his review. Good morning, Mark. I got a chance to shave with a Fatip slant razor this morning. I used my favorite soap, Farmhouse North's Havana Nights, with an Astra Platinum blade. The razor behaves pretty much like most of the razors I have, delivering a very comfortable shave. It has about the right amount of blade feel for me. I wondered if I would have to do some J-hooking in my problem areas with this razor. Well, I found out most probably not. I think this razor has a semi-J-hooking feature built right in with its slant configuration. I get the same feeling on my face as I do with a Mula R41 or a Razorine Flatboy a dry feeling on my skin that indicates a very close shave. After the third pass, I checked to see if I needed to do a J-hooking fourth pass. I didn't think so, but did one anyway and, for my trouble, received a few micro-weepers. Really close. So this is a three-pass razor for me. I like it. I'm going to enjoy having this razor in my rotation. Rodney. Hey, Rodney, thanks very, very much for a great review. It sounds like the Fatip Slant is a little more on the aggressive side if you're comparing it to a Mula R41, because I know for me and some other wet shavers out there, the R41 is a fairly aggressive razor, and that's what the Fatip Slant sounds like to me. I could be wrong. Obviously, your mileage may vary. Now, I'll just add one additional uh, comment here regarding Slant razors. Uh, if you're an individual who has never tried a slant razor before and want a good, mild, beginner slant razor, I recommend the Icon X3 slant. It has an aluminum head and a stainless steel handle. And it comes in at a nice price point, and it delivers a really mild, mild slant 
razor shave. Uh, I like it a lot. And you'll know from this razor if you will uh, like uh, using a slant razor or not because it is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you can see right there, it's a fully slant razor, so to speak. And uh, it really is very, very mild. So it'll give you the slant feel without being overly aggressive. Rodney, I don't know. It sounds like the uh, Fatip slant is more on the aggressive side. Please comment below and let us know or email me some additional comments and we can share those with the viewers down the road. Hey, Rodney, thanks for the review. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, viewers Wally Pankowski and Larry Sablotny gave me a heads up on a new offering from Zach Norton at his website, Norton Custom Design, his Etsy store. And uh, Wally wrote, uh, Mark, Zach made a razor stand for me and has put it on Etsy for sale. Here's the design. I will send you pictures when I get it. Well, we also have pictures from Zach's uh, listing on, on his Etsy store because Larry gave me a heads up saying, hey, it's up there now. So uh, that's why we're including it in the show. We're going to get in depth with this item after Wally receives his and does a review for us and tells us a little more about it. But we want to link to it right now so you can get a look at it and some of the pictures and uh, maybe even acquire one for yourself. So my thanks to Wally Pankowski and also to Larry Sablotny for the heads up on a new offering, a razor stand from uh, Zach Norton over at Norton Custom Design at his Etsy store. And again, the address for his Etsy store is nortoncustomdesign.etsy.com. And we'll have a link below. Wally, Larry, thanks very, very much. And that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Well, viewer Mark Banks gave us a heads up regarding treat razor blades and a video that gives you the inside baseball on how they make their razor blades. Uh, and here's what uh, he has to say. Well, he wrote an email to me. The subject heading was Treat Razor Company, Safety Razor and Blade Making Process. And he wrote, Hi, Mark. The following Treat Corporation video may be of interest to you. It has subtitles. Information on the Treat Company and the production of their blades. I had a chance to look at part of this video. It really is very, very fascinating watching them produce some of these razor blades, seeing their factory, the equipment, that sort of thing. It really is remarkable. Yes, there are subtitles. It's, it's not a distraction at all. Very, very informative. And of course, I'm holding up the Treat New Steel razor blade packet right here. I like these razor blades a lot. I've used these and reviewed these, and uh, they are terrific. This is one of my favorite, or my new favorite, Treat razor blades right here, Treat New Steel. So uh, it's really, really neat to get an inside look on how they manufacture razor blades and some other wet shaving gear. So we will provide the link below so you can get up to YouTube and give this video a look. Mark, thanks very, very much for passing this along. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, viewer Mark Bagwell gave us a heads up on another video that's on YouTube. It's very informative, very entertaining. It comes from Matt Pisarsik 
of the Razor Emporium. Now, as many of you know, Matt is a uh, vintage Gillette razor collector and enthusiast. He has a lot of great information regarding vintage Gillette razors. Whenever anyone asks me about vintage Gillette razors, I always point them in the direction of uh, his website and the information that he has posted there. Uh, yeah, he is, I guess you could say he is the Gillette, the vintage Gillette razor guru out there. He knows a lot about these razors. Anyhow, the video that he has on YouTube, now it's in two parts, part one and part two. I watched part one. This is a visit to the Procter & Gamble Heritage Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a museum to Procter & Gamble and all their brands. And he visits this and talks to the curator of this museum. And they talk Procter & Gamble, they talk Gillette. It really is fascinating, very informative, very entertaining, very well done. I watched part one, it was very, very good. I'm uh, going to watch part two, and I think they do a little deeper dive into Gillette razors, that sort of thing. So we're really looking forward to watching that. Anyhow, Mark Bagwell gave us the heads up on this, and he wrote, did you watch Matt's video tour of the Gillette Museum? Because I learned something I didn't expect. The curator of the museum calls Matt when he's stumped on a vintage razor he can't identify. Seriously, Gillette has to ask Matt for help. Yeah, absolutely. And as uh, Mark says, uh, the first half is really good. Yes, it is very, very good. We will link both part one and part two below so you can get a look at this. It really is a terrific, terrific video. I'm looking forward to watching part two. Part one was wonderful. I learned a lot about Procter & Gamble, the history of the company, how they market to their consumers, how they involve employees in their marketing strategy. And uh, yeah, it really was terrific. Really, really enjoyed it. So looking forward to watching part two. And uh, again, we will link both of those, uh, part one and part two, below. My thanks again to Mark Bagwell for the heads up on this. Check it out, folks, from Matt Pasarsik and the Razor Emporium, a really, really neat visit to the Procter & Gamble Heritage Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Thanks again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Well, viewer Mr. RZ left the following comment, and he left it in the comment section of the review I did on the Reme Shave Gel Bar. Now, for that particular review and shave, I used the safety razor, and I also used a cartridge razor, the Dorco Pay 7 7 Blade Cartridge Razor. Uh, and he wrote, ooh, a cartridge razor, like what's up with that? And I explained to him that the TSA no longer allows a safety razor in a carry-on bag. If they look into your carry-on bag and they find a safety razor, they will confiscate it. So the only option you have is either an electric razor or a cartridge razor of some kind, whether it's a seven-bladed cartridge razor or a five-bladed cartridge razor, three-bladed, two-bladed, a single-blade cartridge razor, those will be allowed. And the whole idea was that with the Reme Shave Gel Bar, which is also TSA friendly, you could take this and throw it into your, your dop kit in your carry-on along with a cartridge razor of your choice and get a nice shave uh, for that weekend getaway that you might be flying away to uh, because the uh, Reme Shave Gel Bar is really pretty much tuned for cartridge razors. Now that was the whole idea there. And he wrote back and said, well, according to TSA, you still can carry safety razors without DE blades loaded in them. You can still carry safety razors and DE blades separately. 
so uh, he says here, this is the exact text from the site. A safety razor is allowed through the screening checkpoint without the blade. The blade must be removed prior to entering the screening checkpoint. TSA officers are not authorized to remove the blades from the holder, end quote. Well, yeah, that's kind of dated information because we met up with Mantic 59 uh, at the Maggard meetup and he had some new specific information regarding this. We will, we will play it again once more here. This is Mantic 59 from the Maggard Razor, the Maggard Razor meetup this past June up in Adrian, Michigan. Okay, I'm with Mantic 59. This is an update regarding safety razors and TSA regulations. Right. There's been a very recent change in TSA regulations, and I've verified this through TSA and through line supervisors at airports that if a single edge or double edge razor is in your carry-on luggage, whether it has a razor a blade in it or not, they're going to take it. They have been told to confiscate double-edged and single-edged safety razors. Simple as that. So there you have it. If you have a safety razor in your carry-on bag, it will be confiscated. So it's worth repeating that the material, the information that you saw on the TSA website is dated. Now, I will also link to the blog post that Mantic 59 has on Sharpologist. And if you read that blog post, and I'm going to paraphrase here, he talked to, I believe, three different TSA supervisors who all told him a safety razor is going to be confiscated. It's not going to be allowed in the carry-on. So the bottom line is, if you're only taking a carry-on bag in your DOP kit, do not have a safety razor. It's going to be confiscated. It's best to take a cartridge razor of some sort, whether it's, uh, I like uh, cartridge razors with the three blades or less, and there are plenty of those out there. We also talked about the UNO, we talked about the Gillette Guard, we talked about the Penny Shaver. Those are all single blade uh, cartridge razors that are, are TSA friendly. Uh, and then, you know, a, a multi-bladed cartridge razor like the Dorco 7 or a Harry's or whatever, those are all friendly too. So the whole idea here is to, you know, pack in your carry-on lightweight and something that will be allowed. And that's why we talked about the uh, Rene shave gel bar, which is really pretty much tuned for a cartridge razor and cartridge razors. So that's kind of the long and short of it. Uh, it's, it's, it's worth repeating as many times as possible because I would hate to see a viewer accidentally pack one of his, uh, you know, a family heirloom, a, a Gillette, vintage Gillette razor that he got from a grandfather or some other really top shelf, high priced safety razor, uh, pack it in their carry-on thinking that they'll be able to take this uh, in their carry-on with them and have a TSA agent confiscated. And you're never, you're probably never going to get it back. And there have been messages from uh, viewers and also I've read on forums where, yes, uh, some uh, wet shavers out there have packed uh, some uh, safety razors, some nice safety razors, and they were confiscated never to get them back. So really do not risk uh, packing a safety razor. Uh, just take a cartridge razor of some kind of configuration, whether it's a single blade cartridge razor or something that's more multi-blade. And uh, if you really want to kind of lighten the load, 
uh, I would suggest maybe a Cremo uh, Super Slick or maybe your favorite uh, shave soap, uh, like from Phoenix Shaving or Sterling in a very, very small, you know, travel kind of uh, uh, a case. Um, you, you can even see some of these sample containers. Put the shave soap in that, a small travel shave brush, you know, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, or you can take uh, something like the uh, shave gel bar. A lot of options, but uh, you're not going to be able to take the safety razor. So, you know, you know, as in the beginning of the show, you know, <laughs> friends don't let friends use cartridge razors. I understand that. But uh, if you're flying away and you're only taking a carry-on, uh, it's either going to be electric or cartridge. Do not take the safety razor. As Mantic 59 has said, it will be confiscated. Bears repeating in case you missed those previous episodes where we talked about this. I'm glad we're talking about it again because I would hate to have someone take one of their prized safety razors, pack it, thinking it's going to get through the checkpoint and the TSA agent uh, will, will confiscate it. That would just be heartbreaking. So uh, thanks again for the uh, comment, uh, Mr. RZ. Really, really do appreciate it. I uh, hope that clarifies it for you and for everyone else. Folks, don't take a safety razor in your carry-on. Checked luggage is okay. Checked luggage is fine. But a carry-on, don't pack a safety razor in a carry-on. It's better just to throw in a cartridge of some sort. All right, thanks again for the, uh, the comment and uh, leading to a really, really good discussion and allowing Mantic 59 to clarify things again. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zarady, where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.